Warning, the following podcast may include material that is found offensive, vulgar, and just downright inappropriate. Please be advised. Believe your eyes, it's the element of surprise. Element of surprise, element of surprise, element of surprise, it's the element of surprise. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number five. My name is Joshua Harbison, mm-hmm. aka. Mr. Girth Brooks. And this is my colleague. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on and ride to yeah, the liquor store on the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but, but I, I really don't want to. So what the fuck is your name? Just tell us. I am Double D, and welcome to the motherfucking podcast. Welcome to the podcast, bitches. It's uh, episode five, so I thought we would throw a little Lou Bega. Up in there for is a that little homage. Lou Bega? Yeah, the guy who sings Mumbo Number no. Five. I thought it was Mumbo Number no. Five. That's a song. The song is Mumbo Number no. Five. His name is. His what? name's Lou Bega. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I don't even know if he came out with any other like big music after Lou, Lou Bega. Yeah. Huh. I, I was waiting for Mumbo Number no. Six. Never came. <laughs> well, I mean, did Number Four come? True. Well, did well, Number maybe. Three come? Maybe. Maybe it's just. It's well, like, actually, it did because in the song of Five, one. Two, three, four, five. Exactly. So he already's got one, two, three, and four. I wonder and if five. it's like a thing that he was like, I tried four times to make this song. Yeah, and the fifth time it worked. <laughs> it finally worked. So like, same thing with us. We've been going for four episodes. Yeah, not one, not work. two, not three, four, but five. five. So everybody listen to us because we're live. Um, Ooh. But yeah, it's been uh, a nice little journey so and far. And it's also been one week since you looked at me. Sorry, now I'm in the mood for singing. Um, so. Today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different than uh, what, we're, what everybody's accustomed to, and the reason is for the audience's pleasure. Um, we've been reaching out to a lot of people, but first, before we actually get into that, uh, we, from the bottom of our hearts, actually wanted to throw the bullshit aside and actually thank the fuck out of all of you guys for even just listening to us and even giving us a chance. Um, John? Yeah, anybody that, that tunes in weekly... That's fucking cool, dude. Anybody that's subscribed to our channel, like that's it's it's fucking amazing because it means that I've created we've sorry, excuse me. No, John, just John. <laughs> that we've created something that has uh, brought I don't know, it's just brought you enough joy that you're like, you know what? I'm going to revisit it week in and week and, out. And, and the coolest cool, fucking man. thing about that is we we don't make money to do this. We're literally doing this for fucking fun of it. We're trying to really like get better at this. We're building it bigger. Um, every episode, we're getting like new equipment. We're slowly getting better, and that's the name of the game, having patience and slowly building it, not trying to get it all at once. But uh, what is really fucking cool is not just my, you know, our, our friends and family are listening, but a lot of people that you didn't expect to all of a sudden are reaching out and listening. And then the cool part, um, well, I guess the coolest part is the people that don't know us. Yeah, I think I was looking up some of like the activity of like, 
places of where uh, our top listeners are from. Now, of course, a majority of it is in the United States, but there's um, there's like two people from Canada. There's a or sorry, two people from Panama. Ooh, Pan- Panama. Yeah. And this is in the last seven days, by the way. That's super dope. We've had one seven days. One person from Canada. Uh, we've had one person from Indonesia. Uh, a person from Ireland. Ireland. Someone from... Hey, whoever's listening to us in Ireland. You're awesome. Hey, fuck the Mayweather's. Fuck the Mayweather's. Fuck the Mayweather's. One person from Australia, and then we got one Japanese listen. Oh, uh, konnichiwa. Yoroshiko nigashimasu. That, that's Japanese, right? Yeah, uh, good morning is what it means. Yeah, well, sure. good morning to you, yeah. which I'm sure it's morning right now because it's night here. Yeah, pretty awesome, though. It's pretty, pretty God, neat. geography. Pretty neat to see... Uh, people, and then it's kind of cool if you look at like the places of where people are listening to us, right? Um, Forty-three are from Las Vegas, eighteen are from Henderson. So that's people lo- that are locals, and this is within the last seven days as well. We've had sixteen people from Los Angeles. We've had six people from Las Cruces, and we've had uh, some people from Texas and uh, some places that I don't even recognize. Uh, so kind of kind of neat to have uh, just kind of John. It's Mexico. You never heard of Mexico? Oh, this is not Mexico. No, I'm just fucking with yeah, you. Yeah, Mexico's not on here. I just so. want to be rude. Um, but yeah, we're making our we're making our way. So it's pretty neat, man, to see making our way downtown. Yeah, we're making our way. So, um, but thank you. That's, yeah, no, uh, seriously, was... thank you. Um, this is this is really fucking cool. It's really cool to it, it. It has actually been pretty hard process so far, but you know, not hard in the grand scheme of things. You take one step at a time. But it is. It's been fucking fun, man. It's been a blast. Like I've always said this before uh, about this podcast, but. Even the editing, the learning of the technology, the overcoming the little problems. Yeah, they're stressful sometimes, but it's fucking – I'm having a blast in all, all parts. And I'm, I'm – if anything, I want to slap myself because we didn't do this earlier. We didn't yeah. do things like this earlier. And it took kind of like certain like events in our lives to even get us here. And I want to tell you guys about – we had an episode prepared for episode for week five. Yeah, and it got deleted because that was part of the learning. Well, so we yeah. we downloaded a new software. FL Studio. Um, well, you don't want to throw them under the bus, man. So no, no, it wasn't their fault. It was, it it was, was our really, fault. Okay, yeah. yeah. We were using Audacity. We moved to a new software called FL Studio, and we we're using it for like not the first time, but we were, it was our first time actually doing like a, a show. Right? Thank you, Chris, for uh, giving us that um, software. By the way, yeah. we really appreciate that. Yeah, shout out, absolutely, shout out, shout out. Chris Pratt. Um, but we we had some errors so we we had it set there's a, a setting where you can record it to only it, what does it go five minutes 10 minutes 20 or something like that and then you yeah, can do forever and the 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 default button the default uh, uh time frame is only five minutes, five minutes which that makes no sense so we got the last five minutes of like we had a hours re- and really really great work, episode yeah. with uh but uh, we're happy we're doing up uh the second uh rerun with her yep and um, yeah, we had a great episode. It was very genuine. It was real. It was uh, awesome. Uh, Shel- Shelby, Shelby, Shelby. Yeah, she's she she did a we did a we had a great episode. It was fun. Uh, it would have been you guys would have enjoyed it. Uh, it. Got deleted though, but <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring her back Sunday um, for well, well, episode yeah. six. Episode six though. Yep, yeah. and she's coming here Sunday, so we're gonna be recording. So that'll be fun. But uh, overall, we wanted to thank we ser- like seriously fucking real talk. Like we really 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 thank you. It's not like a joke it's this is fucking awesome like i said we don't even get paid and it's just it's just like a blessing i'm so appreciative of everybody listening to us and thank you for listening to more than one and thinking we're good enough and giving us your time you mean to even out of your day to even listen to us because i know how busy like a lot of people are 
So uh, we're going to do our best to try to make it better and better, which reminds us, um, we want to make it better for you guys. So you can really message us on Instagram. You can find us at Twitter at tall guy, uh, short guy podcast. Um, Instagram, those are those of you that are following us, and if not, that's Tall Guy Short Guy Podcast. Like, leave us some messages, give us some ideas, uh, ask some questions. We would love to interact because we've been interacting with some people, which is kind of the basis of this episode. Um, if you're curious, if you want to see what we look like, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. check out the. If you Instagram. want to see what we look like, then uh, check out this. God guy. bless you. This diok. Yeah, then check out this diok. This diok will be on the Instagram with my oss. Ooh, yes. What does the kid say? He's going, I got a six pack. I got got a six pack. Chesel chip, or chesel chest, and a six pack. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking for a girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, but we're not. We're not. I'm not looking for a girlfriend. And I'm not either. So, but if you want to check out the Instagram, check out that Instagram. Kind of more than the animals. Um, Sweet, Sweet, sensual people. So this episode... This episode is basically, I've been talking to a lot of people, and I've noticed um, the audience, what the fans want. You got to give the fans what they want. And people, like, they say, first of all, I got to say, I love that everybody loves our our Element of Surprise song. Yeah, I was actually surprised. That's our most compliments we get is our Element of Surprise song. And that's (laughs) such a simple song. It was the one we made. It was the one (laughs) song that we spent, what was it, 30 seconds on to make years ago? And it was, it's The lyrics were different when we made it. They're slightly. Yeah, slightly. We it was did, Element yeah. of Surprise. Um, I don't know what I said after that, but oh, we listened to it the other day. I, think I still have it. We actually oh. have. We ha- oh, dude, actually, <laughs> I'm sure the audience would love that. This was like the very first time we made it live, like in the room, like six years ago, just fucking around. Let's see what the date And on it yeah, is. the lyrics were much, much oh, more different. Okay, so the date is uh, June 24th, 2012. 12, wow, 12? 2012. Six years ago. And this is uh, a, a minute and 24 seconds. I don't know if we want to listen to the whole thing. Our voice has got much better, by the way. Wait, that but. <laughs> so there's nowhere to hide was the lyrics. Because we were looking for people on Call of on Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> So I got a new pet, and his name was Ted, apparently. Element of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn this off. We're gonna hold on. Hold on. Do we get into the chorus ever? <laughs> I want to hear the end. That's why. Leave your eyes. There it is. That's where we figured it out. Oh, there it was. We were a lot more, uh, a lot more, uh, I mean, animated back then. Yeah, I think. Element, element. Because we were younger. You know, we're old fucks now. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Oh, bless you. Hold on. Woo! Thank you, Jesus, for letting me live through that one. So, anyway, yeah, there's a, there's a little, there's a little, uh, gift for you all. But, uh, so. Origin lesson. Of element of surprise. So everybody loved the the song, but one main thing everybody said is they requested that we would 
kind of tell about uh, tell tell a little bit more about us. Uh, as you recall, the first episode we gave like a little like one minute speech each. But they, people, not everybody that listens to our podcast knows who we are. And in fact, most people won't know who we are eventually. So we got to tell a little bit more about who we are and uh, why we actually really got into this. And a lot of the, you know, I mean, a lot of the trials and tribulations that we are actually going through and have went through. And, um, you know, maybe that will allow you guys to kind of see from our perspective and uh, relate to us a little bit more. So we're going to start off uh, with John. Um Really, why did you start getting in? Why did you? What led you to this moment right now? And uh, start telling us about like maybe about Cosmopolitan when you're working there for how long? Like wh- mm. working your way up your mindset, college. Oh uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, I started going to UNLV around like 2010, I think it was, mm-hmm. and that was around the same time that I started uh, working uh, at Cosmo. And when I was working there, uh, I started as a lifeguard and kind of started as like seasonal work was just going to work there for the season do unemployment collect checks and uh you know look at the text books how old were, how you so uh was you were 20 21 22 something like that i think well 2010 you were 20 2000 well no no you're 29 now I'm 29 right now so two, you're 21 yeah 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 so, so 21 because uh, we i had left venetian to go over to cosmo so your mindset as a 20 21 year old uh what was your mindset just I, all i knew is that i had to work my way through school so you work your way to school yeah so and I was working, money wise what yeah. was it money wise was making enough money to pay for school right? yeah, exactly so, so and i wasn't smart back then i was like taking like credit cards and like putting my my schooling on credit cards instead of getting like a loan and paying the loan off he wasn't educated on Dude, that it was wasn't dumb. that he was dumb well, no, I was because no, because I, I feel like a lot of people they're not exactly like we were talking about cars earlier about true. leasing out like a fifty thousand yeah. dollar car when you don't can't afford it at all and you're like twenty years old. All I knew it's not is that, that you're dumb, you're just not educated. All on I it. knew is that I wanted to pay for like school, so I had to save up. Um, so and my school, dad, well, my dad had offered to pay for like help me pay for school, but he had like a like they had like a re redistribution thing during the recession, so like they like lowered his pay, so I felt bad like having him pay for my schooling and stuff so i said you know what because i was failing classes here and there so i was like no dad you said you'd pay for school you didn't tell me you'd pay for school twice and so i decided that that's from, awesome from that moment on i forget when that it's very was very honorable and a yeah. question to you um would you say that maybe because i know you're a very prideful person like such as myself would you say that you're kind of um had that mentality where like no i want to know that i did it myself I, I paid for everything myself i don't want any hand me outs yeah yeah well i it, it was more of that i like i didn't want that wasn't fair like I'm, I'm all about it. like not equality, like but equality. Well, integrity and yeah, like and, uh, I, yeah. I don't want to take your money and then like not do what I said I was gonna do. Like, yeah, I told my dad I was gonna go to school. I didn't tell my dad I was gonna like go to school and then fail class. Like, that's that defeats the purpose. I of did the same thing. Like um, I got told for when I started college at CSN, they told uh, my stepmom um told me that for every A I got, she would pay for that and everything else. Like it would slowly increase on the um the uh the payment so if i got like a c or or less i would have to pay fully for it and um that happened for like i think a a few semesters but then i kind of just said no i want to do it all on my own i've always been that way i definitely kind of want to just do everything on my own so at the end of the day you did it all on your own you you don't have anybody kind of holding anything over you i more gratification yeah more gratification yeah it's it's always better when you when you earn it yourself completely so that, that was more more mindset and then so I, I did that and then I just kind of worked my way up through the ranks uh, went to security for a bit what did you go to school for um, I went to school for business management 
finally finished 2000 end of 2016 17 16 16 16 yeah. yeah end of 2016 and i had worked uh, my way up to um a hotel manager and i was doing both i was working i was taking i was finishing off my degree and taking like classes at like eight in the morning and then working like overnight shifts so i was like getting off at like eight o'clock heading over to make it to unlv by 8 30 and one day i was like wearing my suit and longboarding and like i literally ate shit because i was wearing like these dress shoes so i had like dress shoes full suit backpack gone and i'm riding my long longboard it's like keep in mind it's like 8 30 so like everyone from school's there and everyone's getting to the parking lot at the same time so i'm like cruising and then all of a sudden just fucking eat shit in front of fucking so many people dude and just like i remember to, that too dude i got my my the air knocked out of me my fucking glasses flew off my hands were all tore up and i'm like fucking shit dude so like i just went through like a lot of fucking like it was hard man it was it was hard finishing off and doing that job because it's a really like kind of stressing job and did it and um and so, because yeah. you always told me, you said you're going to school for business management, and you kind of felt like, you kind of had, uh, in, a, in a sense, you had an old school way of thinking. Like, it, your mind had kind of evolved, like, uh, how society, where it's heading yet. So you're kind of thinking, like, work my way up the, uh, the chains of, like, a, a hotel, oh, yeah. and get business management, and then eventually be, like, maybe a CEO or, or something like that. I figured... That would be like an end goal would be to kind of work mm-hmm. work my way up through the ranks of the hotel because I've been working there for so long too. And you worked your way up there. <clears throat> and so like when you when you when you've seen the time that you put in like grow you to like where you were at, mm-hmm. and then like also at the same time like I've invested seven years, so why not invest twenty more? You know? Yeah. Like why wouldn't I? And then just like retire or whatever. I don't. I don't know. And the more time, the more time <clears throat> that you were doing that, so you finished school, which is good. But the more time you're doing that, I uh, I noticed like over the years, the more unhappy you uh, became. Because like the closer the closer you were to uh, finishing school and the higher up in the rankings that you became, you um you weren't really um it wasn't it wasn't very fulfilling for you. You're kind of starting to realize that um man, this is what I thought I wanted because this is kind of what I was told that I should want. And then as you got closer to it, you're like, this isn't real and you're kind of like almost living through other people rather than kind of digging deep in yourself i mean yeah <clears throat> it was it was a really taxing position i think because you're working your ass off for them and yeah. then you got up to what what was your title at cosmo uh, so you went from lifeguard and what was the the resort the, manager so you went from lifeguard though to security security <laughs> to front desk and then I, I joined the their, they had a management development program that was like a manager in training. I remember my first day. <clears throat> that was a fun. My first well, it was like my first day officially as like a manager. The because I was a front desk manager and we had resort managers at the time. Mm-hmm. Now they don't. <clears throat> but what I would do is I, I report to the resort managers and they all like left. They're like, oh, I have a meeting or oh, I have to go. And like everyone left and it was just me, dude. And it was super fucking busy. It was crazy mm-hmm. busy. And like people kept asking me questions. It's a morning time. So people mm-hmm. are checking out. So it's always busier too. And I remember, dude, I had to take like a fucking shit so bad. Dude. <laughs> I'm like sitting, I'm like standing there because you, you can't sit down. You have to like stand at this desk and I'm standing there and I'm literally like holding in. Were you this, getting pale? Dude, I was getting pale. People are like, are you okay? Yeah, dude, when you have to shit so bad, you get pale. But I couldn't go anywhere because, for one, it was like I had to, like, prove myself to, like, not only the people that worked for me. I was like, I have to prove that I'm a good manager. Have you ever had to shit so bad you got the flu? 
but like, yeah. yeah, dude, fucking like, just had to kind of like clench and hold and fucking answer questions and like. Eventually, someone came back, and I got to go take a shit. But that was, like, my first memory. How'd that shit go? Dude, that shit was one of the greatest the, was shit. The sh- it was the shit. It was the shit. So get get, get more but, get, get more mushy. Get more, like, what were you feeling towards the end of um, mm-hmm. the end of your, your Cosmo uh, job? So you're at the end, and, and you're working as the resort manager. Yeah. And you're you – take take us through, like, the, the daily process. Like, you fucking hated it. You were there. You were doing so much. You were underappreciated. Uh, I mean, they didn't give you enough um, tools to even do your job. Um, go ahead. Like, this, kind of tell the audience a little bit about that. You know, Well, the stress was there because, like – And you finished school at this point. Yeah, I was done with school. And I'd been doing the job for over a year. And it was more like <clears throat> they kind of – I was planning ahead and the, the things that I felt like were the priority to kind of plan for. Uh, it didn't seem like those were. And so like they kind of, they just had a different technique or a different mindset maybe mm-hmm. of how to resolve and fucking how to, how to do the actual job, which I don't know, maybe I was wrong, but um, it was taxing, but uh, I was starting to kind of enjoy it more just because there was a guy that I was working with, Christian Tovar. Mm-hmm. And that guy made me and him would work the mornings together. Hey Christian, what's up, baby? What's up, baby? We'll have him on as a guest speaker later. He's awesome. Uh, later uh, in the season, uh, this is a season technically, right? Hey Christian, you're a piece of shit. I love you. <laughs> but he he made it uh, he made it enjoyable. And then the people that I worked with, um, not only like that I worked with side by side, but that worked uh, my employees that were like my direct reports, mm-hmm. they were cool as fuck. Like so. Um, I missed the shit out of them, and I thought like I concentrated a lot on their happiness, mm-hmm. and um, it kind of bit me in the butt because I guess. Um, Did you have assless chaps on when it bit you I in the butt? Didn't man. I should have been wearing my assless chaps. Okay, but um, <clears throat> I got called down one day and was just kind of like told that my job performance wasn't up to par, which was kind of like a slap in the face. Um, because, but you kind of were over it at that point too. You and I remember you come home, you like, I was looking for, I was actively looking. Yeah. And maybe one of the mistakes that I did is I told my boss that I was actively looking for yeah. like another job. But you weren't, you, you, um, you weren't happy. No, there. no. So like when, it, when finally, um, I got, oh, when, so when they let me go, um, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Now I got to restart. So I went over to the win and got a bellman job there for a bit. And then I realized that I don't want to do hospitality, at least for a little bit, or I don't know, because I think there's you have to do customer service in your own way or hospitality in your own way. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it through like some corporate entity, some giant entity, even though that's like my current job in a way. But a, a, a hotel or yeah, it's just like you have like these. Super, you realize they don't give a fuck about you either. Nobody. Well, I don't think really any company really gives two shits about you. Well. I- yeah, but especially like th- those big ones, like a lot of them, they just don't give a fuck about the people that that get their hands dirty and they really put in the fucking work. And I mean, you you spent what seven years of your life, yeah, trying to climb up that. Well, you would just think, to get fired. You would think that like if someone has been with a company for seven years instead of just like firing them, and they've told you that yeah. they're actively looking for another position, that you would be like, hmm. Maybe let's help him find like somewhere else within like the hotel, yeah, or the company that he could like go do a do a job there. But instead, they were just like, nah, fuck it, fuck off, like get out of here. Yeah, no, they just like just yeah, throw you out. 
They're so, like, up, oh, no, no, just fuck him, get the fuck out of here. And you spent like seven, you invested seven years in your life. Yeah. And um, so, blessing in disguise, though, that's kind of what led me to have more free time mm-hmm. and more mental clarity to be able to. Before we go on to that, where were you at the day of uh, when you got fired? You were confused. Uh, what was going through your mind? Were you depressed? I, I know you went through a little, a little tiny, little depression, right? I was more like baffled that that was the way that they handled it. Yeah, I thought there'd be, I thought there'd be more. Were you confused um, at all? Like, kind of like uh, at your, you don't have to say yes. Like, but in life, like, like were you kind of like, oh yeah, where the fuck am I? Like, I spent seven years think working towards something I thought I wanted, and then yeah. it just gone. And I'm just like, well, because I knew that that well, in in a way, yes and no. It was like bittersweet because I. I knew that was something that I had wanted for a long time, but I didn't know how to go about getting it, right? So, like, I'd always talked about, like, one day I'm going to get a new job, one day I'll let me do something else, one day I want to try something else, but I never knew the way of which I would quit my job. I, I, I always thought I'd be the guy that, like, comes in with, like, a, a card that says, like, my deepest sympathies for your loss, and then on the, <laughs> on the inside it says I quit, you know? <laughs> so that was my plan, but I never got the opportunity to do that. Um, so I was, uh, I came home, I remember I just like, I was, I called, I called. I remember that day, yeah. Yeah, I, I like walked in and I was like, got fucking fired. And you were like, what? And like, I wasn't really sad about it. I was just kind of like, what the fuck? I was and that was funny, This given the situation of everything that was going on at that point too. It was, yeah. It was just funny. Yeah. It was just like, what the fuck? It's a crazy world out there. And now, so then you start doing this and... um yeah. So why why did you want to do this? Like, what what you personally, what really did did you want to kind of um, give the the listeners? Like, what kind of value did you want to give? Because I know we're all like we joke around a lot, but obviously we do want to fucking we want to help people out in certain ways. I think I'm a person that likes to make other people laugh. Yeah. I think I get a lot of enjoyment out of it, and I think I even in the past or like currently maybe I use myself as like an instrument. So mm-hmm. I don't mind being the playing sweet, sweet laughing tunes to yeah. the audience, or or just being the 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 um, brunt of the joke, right? I don't mind being being. Yeah, uh, you're good at vi- being uh, saying really quick, uh, quick things, and 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 being uh, really quick with like your jokes, or just adding something super small, and then it leaving a huge impact. That's what you, you've been. Very, you've always been really good at that. Kind of like John just kind of does something, and then uh, everybody will just like laugh, and you're like, oh, I. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I like. I think I, I think I get a lot of enjoyment out of that because it's uh, I don't know. It's just it's a very serious world, and we need la- more laughter. We need more positivity, and most of all, like we need not to take things everything so serious. We gotta laugh about shit. Like laugh at your adversity, laugh at your problems a little bit. You know what I mean, laugh at everything because why not? You could laugh. You have the choice to laugh at everything. You can, I mean, don't, don't laugh at your, your, you know, don't laugh at your wife if she's like, am I fat? But like, if you get fired, fucking laugh at it. You know, you're dealing with it still, but laugh at it. Like, yeah. make it more of a positive thing. Make jokes about it. Plus, I, I had a, like, a job offer, like, within like five days of losing my job. <clears throat> so, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really have to go like searching, but that, the, the onboarding process for, uh, the win where I got hired was like super long, man. It took like over a month. So um, I had to go find, uh, I found another job in the meantime before that one started and I was working two jobs for a bit 
And then it was kind of taxing working overnight at the hotel and working day shift on this one. So I kind of swapped and uh, decided to kind of just do the one that was Monday through Friday with the weekends off and enjoy an eight to five job because I had never had something like that because I've always been in the hotel industry. So I've always had to work holidays yeah. and had to work weekends. And, and now not- you're doing, you're just doing so much more now. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you uh, as, as you know, I mean, I, I think of you as not my, my best friend, but like as a more of a brother, you're more family to me now at this point. And also like definitely, I go through this question, who's my best friend? And obviously Colton, you know, my little brother is my best friend, but I mean, I can't really think of anybody else as my best friend besides you. I know you've got more best friends. I know you got Brian, Elvin, all that stuff. But I mean, you're you're my best friend, and um, well, I'm glad to see that you're you know you're doing better. And I'm glad to see that you're doing all this stuff. And I know I don't tell you a lot, so I'm glad to tell you uh, over this recording right now and over this episode. And uh, just promise not to fucking cry, okay? Okay. I mean, the thing about being my best friend is that you have to lick my butt. Yeah, I do. That's why we're best friends. Oh, but um. Speaking of serious, like, matters. <laughs> so every every episode we do some sponsors. And, La- uh, last episode we had... We, we, had, had, we had a couple of sponsors. Oh, no, last, starting last episode, we got a lot of sponsors, uh, sponsorships in, in, in line right now. And um, we got one more today. And this one's a very... is This one's more serious. This one's kind of, um, kind of sad. But try not to cry. Get through it. Because it does preach a very uh, serious message. So... Without further ado. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, your keister is showing. (laughs) Aw, I wear these because they're comfortable, not to get attention. Studies show that 83% of guys that were assless chaps fall victim to keister catcalling. Hey man, nice ass. I wanna fuck it! Oh, there goes another Saturday. What a waste. Please, please help support keister camo in their endeavor to combat the barest ass cheeks around. Your donation will help cover the barest of buns worldwide. Wide, 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 wide. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, did you just, did you just come? No, that was definitely a satisfied cowboy that's not getting keister catcalled anymore, John. Did you not just hear the, the public service announcement? This public service announcement was brought to you by Chappie's Anal Cream. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I uh, mean, Chappie's good yeah. job. Um, wow. Supporting that's... the cause, man. That's like not a well-known cause out there. I, I know it sounded like I was laughing, but that's how I cry. Yeah. I, I cry with laughter because it's too sad. I also cry when I laugh, um, but more like more sobbing than actual like laughing. So yeah, so um, whenever you guys hear me on the on the podcast and you hear me laughing, it's actually me uh, severely depressed and crying. Yeah, so we're actually two just depressed guys. Super depressed, just super depressed. <laughs> but if you hear us cry, that means they, that we're happy. <laughs> we're happy as fuck. Now you'll cry. never know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> you um, okay, John? 
but yeah, I'm good. I mean, it touched my heartstrings a little bit. This one, this one actually hits me. You know, you know, and kudos to um, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to my friend Luisa, man, because she actually pointed something out to me um, that all chaps are assless. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I didn't even think about it that way. I thought there was assless chaps. So with that, with actually with those facts, possibly the studies might have um, misrepresented. It might be a higher percentage than yeah, eighty three percent. Yeah. That's just bare ass. Wow, chaps. Yeah. yeah, people that don't have any any pants underneath. Yeah, wow. So yeah, well, you know, if if anybody needs such an eye opener, if anybody wants to reach out to us uh, and support the cause, or just give us any feedback about what they think about Keister Cat going. Yeah, just uh, message us on Instagram or fucking Twitter. I mean, please, please, uh, or not even about that, but really about anything. At Tall Guy Short Guy Podcast. That was our sad attempt to get some more. Uh, some more interaction with our <laughs> listeners. Please. Oh, I did the questions the other day, and um, I got I got some pretty good feedback. Um, but I, uh, someone messaged me, and I tried to like post the message, and like I tried to like scribble it out, but it was transparent, so like you could see yeah. the message. So uh, sorry about sorry about that person. Um, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what to say. Sorry. Anyways. Um, so I, I guess we heard about me and we heard about my story, <sighs> kind of like what I went through. Um, and it's more or less, it's, 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 it's story time. It's sharing time for you, Josh, not, not listeners. show and tell. It's just a tell. You don't have to show anything. So keep your clothes on, please. Mm. Um, but he, he is half naked. He, he's not wearing a shirt right now. Mm. So I'm, uh, wearing the top equivalent of assless chaps right now. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot. Nice. Yeah. Hey man, nice tits. I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna fuck him. <laughs> that one guy was very terrifying. Yeah, that way. guy's a fucking creep, dude. Yeah, dude. And that's Don't... what's going on. It's real. Can you imagine that guy coming up to you like you're in the bar? It's like, <laughs> you're like, I'm yeah. just dancing. I'm having fun with my homies and my cowboys. This is and great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> hey man, nice ass. Like, and then I'm like this. I'm like, you wish. Yeah. I want to. And then all of a sudden, bam, that moment right there. It yeah. goes from, like, funny to, like, you wish to just downright scary. Yeah, it's too far, man. You gotta... Yeah, too far. Because you're like, is this guy going to follow me out of the club? Well, is he going to fuck me? I mean... Is he going to... Yeah. Because, you, no, you don't want... You don't want that, right? No. Right? Right. Anyways. Um... Yeah, well, I'll take the... <laughs> I'll take the reins now. <laughs> Giddy up, cowboy. What a great transition to... Uh, <laughs> my story <laughs> well that's how it all started yeah <laughs> all right well so my story is a little bit different than john's oh, shit. so my journey to starting this podcast is a little bit different but um it started about like a year ago well about a year and a half ago i was in that confused stage as well um i dealt with it differently i as you can remember, I was sitting there. Um, Wait, do we do we tell them how, how you actually like found out? Have we no, told dude. Cool. Well, because I think it's an interesting story in that in itself. Because how I found out about well, because this is what, this is how it happened. Josh comes home one day, and he's like, "Man, my wrist fucking hurts, man." But he works out all the time, so so I even told him I was like, "You'd probably just like hurt yourself, like lifting, man. Just take." So he stopped working out for a bit. Yeah, and it kept hurting you. Well, it just kept getting a little bit bigger. Right, because um, you were like tighter. It was like more tight. It wasn't like a, a ball uh, necessarily. Right. And um, the one thing I noticed though is I was tired. I was tired a lot. Even back then, like at that at that at stage? that point at that stage, I was really? tired. 
Yeah, and I kept noticing I would just – I thought it was – you know how we always uh, have those off times in life and it, sometimes it lasts like a month and you're just kind of tired. You're like just kind out of, like, of it. Yeah, out of not, it. Not like depression. You're just kind of like – you just have a weird feeling. Weird yeah, I was out, yeah, I was super out of it and it, um, I was kind of rolling with the punches and I had a tightness in my, in my wrist. But actually step further back real quick is actually before that and to be honest – that could be a big reason too. So you know when you kind of go through big depressions and they say that uh, you get diseases and sick, uh, sick from like when you're really depressed, depression is the biggest killer of all. Oh, yeah. So like, well, no, because they say like, okay, <clears> what <throat> you eat, what not. But no, they say like anytime you have a lot of anxiety and, and a lot of depression, like that, that causes you to yeah, get sick. Cre- yeah, it creates like onsets of like oh. diseases uh, quicker because your body becomes weaker. Oh. So that's why they say mentally you got you to gotta so get your, yourself in. Your in, brain actually does control a lot of yeah. people. That's that's crazy, man. So as you can remember, like about a year and a half ago too, I was in a confused part of my life. I was trying to um, – I knew I, what I wanted to be. I knew I, I wanted to help people and I wanted to give value to people, but I didn't know how to do it. And as we grew up in this world, you know, 21st century with all these fucking gadgets and stuff and uh, all these filters on everybody's social media telling you what you should be and what you shouldn't be, I was confused. So I was like, all right, what am I going to do? So remember I started reading did, a bunch of books. Well, you did that, and then you, you were mu- uh, muscular mustache? Muscular mustache. I was trying to, like, help people. Uh, I created my own diet regimen, uh, my own workout regimen. And people were actually, like, hitting you up and being like, hey, man, like. Yeah, I was helping people. Yeah. I was doing it for, I was actually doing it for free. I was reading books. I was, in, like, six months, I was at 40 books, 35, 40 books. And, because I was trying to get all the knowledge. And. No matter how much knowledge you try to get, it's good to get, uh, to, good to get the knowledge, but no matter how much I read, I thought that would kind of kick my depression or like my confusion. Mm. But really what I, I tried a bunch of different things and it just wasn't really getting any um, better. And I, it started actually creating a struggle in my relationship at the time as well. And uh, yeah, I was kind of turning into something I, I wasn't, but it's because I felt like I had to be that. Oh, well, do you think it's because of our age, too? Well, yeah, because I'm like also... Like, where we're you know, at. We're yeah, almost 30. So I was 27 at the time, and I'm sitting there like... Um, I was doing good. I So, as Joe, I've always was doing the right things. Like, I saved the money, never in debt. Bought my car straight up. Uh, saving um, money to buy my house. About to buy my first house. Yeah, we, um, I, was, I was really looking forward to that, so... Well, yeah. Thanks, cancer. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, newsbreaker uh, if you didn't hear yet I had cancer that's where this is going um, I worked out all the time I ate really healthy like to put it in perspective I was that guy where every time we went to go eat it was more like okay Josh what yeah. do you want to eat what can Dude, you eat that shit was annoying Cause, yeah cause, well cause now every once in a while Josh will be like you know what, I'm down for like an In-N-Out burger. But like the, back then, Josh was seriously like, oh, no, dude, I got to get some salmon or like it's got to be yeah, super healthy. it's got to be healthy. Yeah. No, I, dude, back then you were talking about health. Yeah, was I have like, a hypochondriac. Oh, I dude, was healthy. My biggest fear, cancer. coincidentally, was, uh, was uh, cancer. And so anyway, the wrist started uh, getting tight. Um, it just ended depression. And um, I got a flu uh, somewhere around Christmas time. And... My, you know, my bump was getting bigger on my wrist. So, you know, a week later, I found myself got the ultrasound, said it looked suspicious, uh, got you know the MRI, and then eventually got a biopsy where they just cut it open. Do you still, do you still have the picture of the ultrasound? Because uh, you created something. That's that, that's what you created inside your body. So you need to keep that. You need to put it on the fridge. Oh right. Yeah. No, I don't ever. No, I'm good with not <laughs> saying it. I don't care. Um, oh damn, dude, like a redheaded stepchild. I'll learn the lessons that it's brought me, but I don't want it to define me at all. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't want even want it to be hung up. Cause at first I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck yeah, I'm gonna hang it up, whatever, make joke. Now I'm just like, fuck that. 
I don't even want to think about it. Like, it's taught me a lot of things, and I have that in my head. But um, so anyway, that got bigger. And three weeks later, after the biopsy, they cut me open. It started growing really big after they cut it open. And anyway, long story short, had one of the I had the rarest form of sarcoma, synovial sarcoma. Was it his right wrist too? Yeah, so my like, good arm. So he couldn't jerk off. Like well, no, I couldn't wipe my ass. Couldn't j- jack off. Um, also, is that, is that the order it goes in? Like wipe your ass, then yeah. jerk off? Uh, well, I yeah, I probably shouldn't. No, I couldn't jack off, and I couldn't wipe my ass. <laughs> and the third is I couldn't play sports. Did you? Could, I remember you were trying to eat too. You like have a fork in your left hand, and you like were trying to eat, but like you kept like dropping food and shit. You yeah, pissed. I had to learn everything with my left hand. Yeah. So I started doing that. It started getting bigger. Um, found out it was a high grade sarcoma. It started growing. Um, I ended up basically getting treatment, uh, radiation done and stuff. And by the time they actually got it, it reacted really well to treatment. By the way. But by the time that I got it, uh, I had like a 10% chance like to keep my arm. And I ended up keeping my arm. So uh, that was fucking awesome. And, <clears throat> you know, after that... I was, I was looking forward to you like, not having your arm, though. Like, yeah. Because well, like, imagine like your best friend has like a hook. Well, like, what, what he was really excited about is we he might be able to beat me in like Madden or NBA. Dude, no, I'd definitely beat you in Madden. <laughs> if, if you dude, I'll fucking, I'm so competitive. Anybody that knows me, I'll use my fucking toes to play. I, I refuse to play Josh in any sports-related video game <laughs> because of the fact of like, like if he's up by 40, he's going to go up by like 60 Yeah. because he doesn't stop. Well, I figure that's the only way to get better, John, is to make sure I just fucking destroy people that are playing me. I don't talk shit, though. Yeah, which, I just, is, which is even worse because it, it just sits there and he doesn't say anything, so it's like awkward. And then you're just like sitting there, like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, say something. Like, don't wish it were, don't wish it were easier, John. Wish you were better. I do wish I was better, but that <laughs> I wish but it, I also wish but it was also easier. Because <laughs> if I was better, then it would be easier. <laughs> That's funny, actually. That was a good point. So yeah, um, anytime that anything's ever new in your life. Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and act like you know. To everybody else, I had people come up to me saying like, "Man, how do you handle this so well? How are you doing this and that?" But really, there was a good uh, couple months where I was just in a nonstop nightmare. I couldn't sleep. The pain was getting worse. Um, I was not as strong as people thought I was, and it you know it really did scare the shit on me. I thought like for once, because anytime something happened, especially your worst fear, I thought I was you know gonna die, and then you start re- reality starts striking in, and all of a sudden slowly you start realizing I'm not gonna die. I'm going to beat this. And just like anything else in life, it kind of really propelled you to have a different mindset and a different perspective. And once you kind of got that, I realized I got the gift of getting cancer because it taught me to not settle for anything and not to justify or make excuses to go and go go do it. So There's that song. <clears throat> I forget who sings it, but it's a country song. It's called Live Like You Were Dying. Live like you were dying. There's cancer in your wrist. Yeah, that's not how it goes. You better go and get that job. Baby, don't resist. No, that's not how it goes. Oh, yeah. Well, if it, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we I made, thought that was a song. We made a song about it, though. Yeah. So that's how, we kind of, that's how we kind of kept the mood lights, because you, yes. you were you were, you were fighting your inner, internal demons, but yeah. you didn't really let it be shown uh, externally too much in the way that we kind of... Because, I mean, it's a serious thing, so it's kind of hard to, like... Because I, I know how many people are talking to you, so I don't want to ask you about it every day. So it's more or less like the only way that we can interact is yeah. let's put it on the table, get it the fuck out of the way, and yeah. make fun of it. And then that way we can have so like we a, made fun of cancer every goddamn day. We dude. played we played fucking board games. We wrote songs about it. it we got, had fun. We're like, if I'm gonna have cancer this one time, or uh, you know, what I mean, 
if I'm having it right now, we're going to make damn sure that it doesn't define me and make me sad. We're going to make fun of it. it got we're going to pick on it like a little fucking baby bitch. It got to the point, though, like, I think it was like a couple days before your surgery or something. You're like, yeah, we can't make, we can't joke. <laughs> I was like, don't talk anymore. Because yeah. it was hurting so bad, I couldn't sleep. Like, the yeah. pain was ridiculous. Well, because he, he would forget about it. You would forget about the pain. Mm-hmm. And then, like, us joking about it would bring it back around. Yeah. And be like, oh, yeah. But then eventually, like, what, 24 hours, it just couldn't sleep. It was yeah. just, I yeah, I don't even want to go in that story that'll depress people but but no like you just keep your head on the prize and you look at towards the good things you look towards the positive things and the outcomes and it's been going um the right direction so that is uh that was super super cool uh unfortunately uh once i did that it, you know it came back into my my lung and so after after the that happened it only grew to about a centimeter on my like three month checkup so they took that out too so as of right now I am cancer-free, um, awaiting treatments, but I gotta say, after the, the tumor in the wrist and after I had that one growing in my lung, I felt really tired, but I gotta say, I'm feeling really good right now. I'm feeling... He's back! Yeah, I've been playing fucking volleyball. Yeah, you been have been, playing you've been soccer. super active. I've been fucking loving it, yeah. and um, the, the, the fatigue is kind of uh, settled at, uh, uh, right now, so it's kind of cool. I feel like I'm gonna get through this... Um, I'm gonna get the, through this sooner than later, and um, what's crazy is you like never lose. Well, you lost like some of your muscle, but like your arms for some reason. Yeah, your arms like don't lose their size because Josh still has like biceps. Like, dude, yeah, you still got biceps, and it's really crazy because like because <laughs> like you didn't work out and you got cancer and you had two surgeries, and then all of a sudden you've been like working active, out for like two and a half yeah, weeks, and then been working out, and then all of a sudden like he has biceps. So. Um, but that's because I was working for like 12 years in a row before that. So it's sure. like, yeah, you're it's like really, muscle. it's just, they weren't, they kind of deflated because they haven't been used in so long. It was like seven months. Yeah. So and now he's go back. to the gym, kitties. Yeah. Yeah. Be but, consistent with it. But uh, to be honest, that's um as far as we're going to go in with my story right now. But like I said, no matter how fucking um, hopeless or useless you feel, just know that it's just a season. Yeah, and it's gonna be a very minuscule part of your life going on. I feel like everyone has like a down point. Yeah, in their life, and it's weird because ours happened around the, the same, same time. time. And so, like, I remember coming home and like seeing you. And oh then, yeah, so th- that one day. Yeah. One day. Uh, I mean, can I, can I say it? Like, because you, you guys are together now. I mean, <laughs> it was still, but it's still funny though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like she, she don't get, get mad. Sam, don't get mad about this. <laughs> But no, so I had cancer. Yeah. Um, I literally come home. Yeah, John comes home. He's like, so I got fired, yeah. as you heard the story earlier. He's like, oh, and then uh, he got broken up with the same day. Yeah. So he got fired after seven years at Cosmo and broken up with the same day. Yeah. And a girl he likes a lot. I mean, yeah, I've awesome. never seen him talk about a girl like that before, to be honest, so. Yeah. I mean, that was a – and, like, the thing is that <laughs> – yeah. Well, because I never – when I came home, though, to, to – you know, to her attest. Like when I came home, like I didn't, I didn't tell her, like I, that I'd lost my job. Yeah. Like, cause I don't, I don't want it. To, you didn't want to be like pity or yeah, something like that. Don't, don't like stay with me because I lost my job. Yeah. So, so I just let, I just like, you know, what they say, you let something go. Yeah. Good going if it comes back. And it came back. Yeah. They, they both found each other rather quickly. So you know that's awesome. Yeah. Um. She's awesome. So it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was so much. I guess interesting, bizarre shit going on at once. It was just you couldn't do anything but laugh. Yeah. You sit there, and we just take turns helping each other. You remember that? So it's like 
John would go through his time, Shit. and then I would sit there and be there for him, and then I would go through, and he'd be there for me, and we kind of just helped get each other through that shit. And I know what you guys are thinking. Why don't we just get married and, and bang? And, bang. And, the, yeah. and the answer to that is very simple. We're going to. Okay. Not do that. Oh, I th- okay. Yeah, I, thought, no. I, I thought this was a proposal, dude, and I was going to be like, Josh, you better try harder than that. Because... No, I'd be way better than that, dude. <laughs> Motherfucker. You... You ever think about like how you would you would um, propose to somebody? I don't know if it would be better to be extravagant or to be unique, because like, and I think a mixture of both. But also, some people like it subtle. So I think it all depends on the person that you're with. So, so what, with that being said, Josh, I just want to ask you one question. What is it, baby? Oh, have you tried Chappie's anal cream? Chappie's anal cream? Well, yes, I have. That's my question. Um, that was my answer. Is yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> I like how you're sitting in, but you have two chairs. I've got big ass cheeks. <laughs> Josh is sitting here. So I can't ever wear assless chaps because I'll get, I'll fucking get keister cat called like a mother. I don't know why he's doing this, but he's sitting on two chairs. But instead of sitting on one chair or the other, he's sitting one butt cheek on both chairs. I want both chairs to get a. Well, you get do a that feel. on the couch too. You sit on like two cushions. You don't sit on just one, dude. Because I like the way that the uh, the vacantness of the middle uh, butt crack uh, <laughs> it uh, touch. Spread, it I like to express my cheeks. Yes. Oh, you sit down. You're like oh. I sit down. I feel like I'm. Oh fucking boy, Dumbo's ears just flying, baby. Flapping, yeah. Mm. Mm. Fly me to the moon. Fly me to the moon. I wanna spread my cheeks with you. Thanks, Frank Sinatra. <clears throat> Thanks. So that's you know that's my story and uh, I'm sticking, sticking to, to it. it. Ooh, Jinx, you owe me a blow. I mean, beer. Oh. Cheers. But um, I really wanted to tell a story because I want everybody to know that we are you know we do go through some real shit as well. We're peeps, and we are you know we're doing this podcast and we're but choosing like to deal the, with uh, it. The Easter peeps. Yeah. We're, we're regular people. We're like, no, Easter peeps. We're Easter I'm peeps. I'm the pink ones. Dude, those things are fucking disgusting. You're disgusting. No, do you like them? Mm, no. You know they came out with a coffee creamer, creamer that was pea flavor? Yeah, I do remember that. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, dude. it was so good. I actually didn't try it, but I just am so turned off by it. My peeps. name's Devil's Advocate right now, by the way. <laughs> I was so turned on by it. I feel like I got peeps so much as a kid because they're super cheap. Yeah, and, and Pez. And Pez dispensers. Oh, God, those are fucking dude. gross. Fucking Those are the gross. nastiest candies in the world. Yet, yet they still, still are in business, both of them. Yeah, what the and, fuck? And peeps, peeps, they make the fucking shit once a year. It's because people have symbolized yeah. fucking Just those like candy with Easter corn. and candy. Yeah. Candy corn. Candy or, uh, I mean, eh, but it's disgu- it gets old quick. You know what? I don't think candy corn is as big as it used to be. And you notice that half the candy corn that you eat now in Halloween are always stale as fuck and yeah. hard. Just break your damn teeth out. Yeah. Well, it's the Christmas thing that people always eat. Fudge? Christmas? Yeah. Candy canes. Candy canes. Oh, yeah. yeah candy canes. Candy canes. Duh, we, yeah. we still have some in our pantry right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saving them for next Christmas. Good thing about those is they, they start out stale, so you can't tell when they're going bad or not. One year, when I was in middle school one year, I, like, my mom bought a shit ton of them after Christmas, and they were on sale. So she's like, here, take these to school and give them to all your friends. And I was like, what? So I literally... Took all these candy canes and shoved. I had like the cargo pants, so I had like jinkos, dude. No, they were, they may have been jinkos because they were probably hand me downs. But like, <clears throat> literally pockets lined with candy canes, and I was walking around school just like, hey, you want a candy? Giving out the bitches. 
Dude, handed it out. So, so many bitches got my sweet, sweet cane, dude. Ooh, yeah, damn. You that. put a sweet, sweet cane all over that thing. And, and my favorite was, like, everyone would just, like, suck it. And you'd be like, when you suck it, you think of me. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so cool for those, like, that day, dude. Dude, we were different. Dude, when I was fucking young, you know what I was doing? I was taking those candy canes and watching fucking James Bond with Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan? Brosnan? Brosnan. Brosnan. Brosnan? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching that, so I took the candy cane and act like it was a pistol. Nice. So I was going around and fucking executing bitches. I wonder if I gave, because we went to the same I must have school. slit my fucking stepdad's throat like a thousand times. He never knew what I was doing. He's like, ah, you eat that. You don't, well, I don't know what you're doing with that. Shut you eat the fuck that. Up, I'm Dad. like, you can't talk because you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, John's was like, what's up, hoes? And it's Jinkos. Dude, that was, that was a cool time for me. <laughs> that was, I think that defined my whole life. I think that was a, you start, you start laughing because you're depressed. <laughs> you're like, I just realized that. Take me back to seventh grade. <laughs> I, I don't want to go on living. It's never going to get that back. Middle school was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Used to ride my bike to school every day. <laughs> yeah. Fights. Well, guys, if you. Basketball. If you have any memories of your sweet, sweet seventh grade candy cane times. Yeah. Or any time you fucking had any candy dude if any of my friends that listen to this remember receiving a candy cane from me please let me know because that was a big moment for me yeah we need uh, <laughs> we need <laughs> clarification that uh that fucking john actually is not lying and he actually did hand those out so so if anybody has any uh questions criticisms uh any type of content that they would like to deliver to us or any games or anything at all they'd like to suggest to us, please feel free to message us at Instagram. We beg, beg, beg for the interaction between you guys. Um, you can also find us at Twitter at Tall Guy Short Guy Podcast. But please, 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 John, please help me. Please, please, please help us. Please. We really want to include you guys because we do this for you. We don't need to do the podcast. I mean, we could just talk to each other like this all the time. Guys, I just want you to shove your emails in my inbox. Just fucking just berate my fucking inbox with your fucking emails or my fucking Instagram with your messages. Fucking berate it so hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. And let us know if this uh, episode was too serious or if we did a good job at kind of integrating like some goofiness and some serious talk. Fuck yeah. Message the fuck out of me. Uh-oh. You know what this means. Oh. Yeah, I do. Uh-oh. Element. Element. Elements. Of surprise. Elements of surprise. You cannot believe your eyes. Elements, elements, elements. Element of surprise. Elements of surprise. You cannot believe your eyes. It's the element of surprise. Element of surprise. Element of surprise. Element of surprise. It's the element of surprise. And go fuck yourself. And you can just go right on over there and you can just fuck.
Fuck yourself. Oh. <laughs>